0: To the Feed You Podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Feed You Podcast. I'm Elisa Connor and I'm your host, and I appreciate you being here. If you are a regular listener and you tune in every week, thank you so much for tuning in. I really and truly appreciate you. And if you're new to the podcast, well, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found us. If you've been following the podcast for the last few episodes, you know that I've been talking about story branding and I covered in the last few episodes, you know, the power of story um, and then specifically story branding, the process of story branding and why I invested in becoming a guide. This week, I want to talk to you a little bit more about the power of story branding and how that can increase sales for you when you utilize story branding in your business. And so I've put together a list. It's a pretty extensive list. I'm not gonna lie. Um, of places that you can use story branding and, um, the power behind having a brand script, that is um, specific to your business, your offering, your solution, all of that. And if you'd like to know more about um, story branding or find, you know, go through the story brand process, you can run over to my website, alisaconner.com, and you will see a button all over the place to schedule an appointment with me. That 30-minute consultation is free, but I would love to walk you further down that path if it's something um, that you feel your business may need. And after today's episode, I uh, can't imagine that you won't be feeling that. Before we get started, a word from our sponsor. One of the biggest frustrations I hear from business owners on a regular basis is, I need more clients. And I get it, every business struggles with getting new clients until you know how to do it. The problem is, is you spend your time networking and going to events and making phone calls that don't go anywhere. You're out trying to attract people to you when there is a much easier way. Growing your email list is so important because it fills your list with potential clients who actually want to hear from you. And it gives you the ability to reach out to them on a regular basis and share what you have to offer. To grow your email list, you have got to have a great free download. Sign up for our free newsletter isn't working anymore. You've got to create a download that piques their interest, gets them to take action and adds them to your list. Sounds easy, right? Of course it's not easy. That's exactly why I created my new free training to help you create an awesome free download. You can sign up at elisaconnorcom forward slash create my freebie. This live training is gonna present the five easy steps that I've used with my clients to help them go from hot mess marketing to growing an email list that they consistently get sales from. So you don't wanna miss this training. Head on over to alisaconnorcom forward slash create my freebie and sign up today. I'll see you inside. So. Let's jump right in. So the first place that you will, um, identify story branding right away is on, on websites. Websites that utilize story branding are very, very clear about one, what they do two who they help and three, how they help them. They uh, delineate that information really quickly, really concisely, and it's easy to understand. A lot of times I'll go to websites. I'm kind of a, I'm a website snob. I'm not going to lie. I kind of, i I look at websites and i go oh dear lord please let me help you um simply because i know how they should be done and i know um the effective way to create a website that actually drives traffic and when it isn't when there's a lot of um, industry language in there a lot of technical language it is really confusing and people that are confused don't buy Don Miller, who's the founder of StoryBrand, has a, a quote that I just loved. I wrote it down uh, probably about 10 times it, at the training I went to, but if you confuse, you lose. And it's that simple. If people have to use too much brain power to figure out what you want them to do, they're not gonna do that. They have better things to do with their time. Everybody's busy, everybody's overwhelmed. So when you create a story brand, um brand script and messaging for your website, It's so clear. It's so easy. And they're like, yes, please. So some other benefits to having that on, on your website, one, if you're clear, you're going to sell more that I, I just explained all that. Number two, it's going to immediately differentiate you from your competitors. Most people just slap up a website and they're like, I want to first get on here and I'm going to tell you everything about me. Well, let me let you in on a little secret. Nobody really cares about you. They don't. What they care about is how you're going to fix their problem and how quickly you can make it go away. And so when you start going into, you know, you've been a consultant for this long and that long and da, da 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 and and you went to college here and you did this, nobody cares. I'm telling you right now no one cares. When was the last time you actually read all of that on somebody else's website who wasn't a friend or somebody that asked you to review their website? They don't care. So the, the quickest way to differentiate yourself from your competitors is to get clear on those three items, your customer, their problem, and how you solve it really clear. Um, not only that, but when you get really clear on that, you're going to attract clients that one will pay you. I know there's a lot of people out there that struggle with, you know, generating new clients or generating, um, higher end clients. And when you're really clear about what you do and how you help people want to give you their money. And so you're going to not only generate more clients, but you're going to generate those clients that already know what they want and they want you to fix it. So you're not having to sell yourself. You're not having to um, spend a lot of time explaining what you do, explaining how it's going to help because you've already done that. It also starts to take your customer on a journey. And if you caught my, episode about sales funnels. Um, it was episode number 35. So it was a few episodes back, uh, that walked you through the sales funnel. You'll know that that sales funnel is really the customer journey. You're taking them on a journey from when they first discover you and then all the way through signing up as a client and paying you money. When you, start them on a customer journey from the moment that they interact with you, because you are hyper aware of them and their needs. It's easier to move them to the conversion stage, which is where they're paying you money and becoming a client because they already relate to you emotionally. And you're, it started to build that no like trust factor without you having to really do anything because your website already has done it for you. And, um, when you have that connection, it makes the, the process of converting them into a client much, much easier. So your website definitely needs to be story branded. And there's a very specific method, um, methodology that goes behind that. And it's based on different research. And of course, um, the implementation of that story brand system on other websites. And there are major companies out there that have used this. And, uh, once you are aware of them, Um, and even, uh, companies that do it well, that may not have gone through the exact process of story writing, the people that do this well, it's easy to identify them because they, they stick out in your mind. And I went through some specific example, examples, uh, in a, uh, it was a few episodes ago, I believe it was, um, I think it was in that sales funnel episode. And I talked about the Amazon commercial and how they pull at your heartstrings and, basically four frames and immediately want you to go buy an Amazon for an an Amazon Alexa for your um, parent or grandparent. So where else can we use story branding? A really excellent place to use story branding that most people wouldn't think about is in their email series. And when they're sending out their weekly email blasts or they have those nurturing series that go, uh, you know, automatic or automated. And they go out to nurture those new leads that come in. When you use story branding and you continue to use the framework that, you know, engages those three key areas, you're going to have more open rates. You're going to have more people that click on the links that take them further down the sales funnel in your email. And you're also going to have more engagement, meaning that they're forwarding your email. They're telling a friend about it. They're sharing it. Um, they're taking the information that you shared with them and telling other people about it. All of that is growing and driving your influence, and it's going to build your audience. So when you're really clear about, for example, let's take an example. If you, um, I, I'm as you know, a yoga student. So if I got a email from a yoga studio that I typically didn't go to, and they were talking specifically about yoga for increasing um, hip flexibility, because a lot of times when you sit all day, like I do at the computer, your flips, your hips get really, really tight. And so if they had a specific article on, uh, or, you know, four tips to increase, um, hip motion and four yoga poses that you could do in 15 minutes or less every single day to increase your flexibility in your hips, because you sit at a computer all day, you're darn right. I'm not only going to read that, but I'm going to send it to all of my other friends that have behind the desk, um, occupations. So that could be, you know, my designers, it could be web developers, it could be writers. I mean, I have a whole list of people that I know because that's going to be beneficial to them. So you can see how that would be uh, beneficial for you to have those types of emails. Even if it's not, you know, a tip email you're sending every single week, thinking about how you can implement those components of story brand in there, you know, the problem, the solution, and, um, all of the different pain points, you know, picking a pain point for every email, just like hip pain is a pain point. And that all comes from knowing your ideal client and your target market really, really well. The next place you could utilize the story brand framework, that is going to generate more sales is in your freebies or your downloads, whatever you want to um, refer to them as. And that's, that's the content that you're giving away to grow your email list. Ultimately that's the content that you not only want, um, because it's a long-term builder, you're not only building the content for that person to read it now, but they may not, they may also share that content, but they make, more importantly, keep coming back for more content or getting to know you better. That's how you're nurturing that relationship. So what you're going to get when you utilize the story branding, um, framework is you're going to get more people that opt in because they're going to be really, you're going to be so clear about how you solve their problem and giving them, um, a system or a process or a cheat sheet or a checklist or whatever that is to solve that specific problem. And, they're going to see you as the go-to source for that. So immediately, they're going to say, yeah, I've been looking for a solution to this. And they will willingly give you their email address so you can continue to market to them. You're also going to get more people to share, comment, like, um, all of those different things with those freebies. You know, if I, if I see a great freebie or a great download or a guide or whatever, that I would want to utilize for my business immediately, I'm going to share it with three or four different people because they have similar business models or they're contractors or people that I utilize on my team and staying up to speed on those different components, um, is not only imperative for me to be successful, but it's also imperative for them to, uh, reach their own success and we create success as a team. And, um, the last piece of that I I touched on already is that you're going to want people coming back for more. That's exactly what you want, whether it's an email or it's a social media post or it's a Facebook live or, um, however you're promoting, you always want people to come back for more and you want to become the go-to resource for whatever area you're focusing on. And if we're going back to our yoga example, so maybe that they become the go-to resource for people that have desk jobs that they sit at for more than eight hours a day um, to, you know, alleviate pain. And and you can really dig into that pain point because maybe they're not sleeping well because their hips hurt or they're not, um, they can't enjoy activities that they used to enjoy or, you know, whatever, or they're putting on weight. I mean, you could go down a rabbit hole with so many different things you could talk about with just that one key thing. So look at, uh, your freebie and see if it answers, you know, just those three basic questions. Is it pinpointing their pain? Are you clearly communicating how you're solving it? And the last component on there is, you know, what does it look like after that pain's gone? People don't realize that when you point that out, when you point out, like, um, not only do you not have this anymore, but now you have the freedom to go, let's use our hip, our hip pain example you know, now you're doing these stretches every day, you're feeling, um, more active, you have more energy, your hips aren't hurting. And that is freeing up more time for you to go out. And, uh, because you're well rested to have more energy to spend with your family or to, um, pick up another hobby or to grow, you know, start your own side business, whatever that looks like. But you can go down that path and point out to them all the different things that they could do because they probably haven't connected those dots. We are not good at connecting dots without assistance as humans. And so anytime that you can create that connection for people and really say, okay, you start here, then we're going to do this. And then you end up here. And then you continue that process. You'll see that it shows up again and again and again in every book you read, every story you watch, every movie, go, go down, uh, go look at your favorite program and see if that isn't the case. And once you're aware of it, you're probably going to be like, Oh, I can't stop seeing it now. Um, and you'll become annoying like I have to my family cause now they don't want to hear about it, <laughs> especially my teenagers. However, it's really, really powerful in marketing your business. Moving on. The next place you could utilize story branding in your marketing is on social media now you will see um social media is getting it has been really competitive and now it's even more so i just had an experience actually this morning where i was trying to share some content over on facebook and they blocked me because they said i was posting too fast and so now they're implementing more and more stuff because people have ruined it for other um people because you've got these big companies that just go out there and you know constantly post on social media and um, in public groups and, uh, you know, all over the place in places they shouldn't, and they're not sharing value. They're not sharing, um, valuable information. And so they have ruined that experience. But on social media, if you're utilizing your story brand framework and that brand script that you create, you will simply attract more attention because you're going to stand out from all the noise. I know I keep, um, reiterating that, but really there's a lot of noise. And when you can be really clear and really specific about how you solve somebody's specific problem, you're going to attract attention because people are looking for you. Now, mind you, you're not going to attract everyone's attention, but that's okay too, because you don't want everyone's attention. You want the attention of those people who are interested in how you can help them that will pay you. Everybody else it's, you know, I look at people and they're like, Oh, I have, I had somebody reach out to me on Instagram. They have like 927,000 followers. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm looking at your Instagram feed and I see no value here. And I don't see, it makes me wonder how many of those 927,000 subscribers they have are actually customers or engaging with them. My guess is not very many it's much more powerful to have a smaller following and a smaller list that's engaged that actually wants to hear from you. When you create attention that's positive around what you're doing and how you're helping, you're going to attract the right people. You're also going to, you know, be able to filter your audience really quickly, um, based on their need, because you may have somebody, for example, If you um, own a gluten-free cupcake company and you put out a recipe or you put out a special for, you know, birthday cupcakes that um, can be customized for your special occasion, and you even choose an occasion. So Mother's Day just went by, so we'll just use that as an example. Get mom five of her favorite cupcakes for Mother's Day. Um, because she hasn't had cupcakes in eons because she's gluten-free. Well, you've already eliminated a lot of your audience because a lot of people that are not gluten-free don't want gluten-free cupcakes. They already know gluten-free cupcakes will never measure up to the true love of a cupcake. Um, You also filtered it because not everybody's going to give their mom cupcakes for Mother's Day because she may live out of state, she may not like sweets, um, whatever it might be. Um, And number three, the, the, the third way is that Um, you, you know, the, the people that, you know, they may not have moms, their mom may be passed away or, um, they haven't become a mom yet or, or they don't, you know, whatever it might be. So you've already kind of eliminated a lot of those different components, um, in that audience. You, you know, if they don't want gluten-free, they don't like sweets. They don't want to buy that for their mom for mother's day. Mother's day is already passed, whatever it might be um, you see how you're filtering down your list. And so you're only really going to attract those people that are like, Oh yeah, my mom is gluten free. I want to get her something unique and special and cupcakes would be the way to do it. I have plenty of time to order all of those different things. And so you are a perfect candidate for that, um, cupcake company. And that will also increase the, um, the story brand component will also help you increase the engagement again. And also, you know, how many people share that post, how many people tell other people about it, because it's easy to understand. While we're on the subject of social media, you are, I'm sure aware that Instagram stories and Facebook stories, and even LinkedIn is implementing stories are a huge way to market. And if you aren't utilizing stories at this point, I highly recommend it. I am doing my best to get on there on a more regular basis. Um, but it's really way more powerful than posting and being able to share, um, a story that has a beginning, a middle and an end is so much more powerful than just putting up a random post of, um, I don't know, your kids enjoying the beach. If I don't know how that relates to the rest of what you have going on, but if you don't have a beginning, a middle and an end, people are not going to engage with your stories very well. And the other one I see all the time is people that are constantly selling products. People don't want to be sold to. They want to be pulled into a story. They want to be engaged with that story. And then they want to know how that story is going to solve their problem. And so when you can use that beginning, middle, and end um feature of storytelling and um story brand follows the story the ancient storytelling um methodology, you uh, can cr- not only create those stories more quickly and more easily, but you're gonna see a much higher interest in what you're sharing. My next suggestion of utilizing story branding is uh with chatbots now you may not be a chatbot user or a messenger user but i've been doing a lot of research on chatbots it's something that i want to get better at in my own business and i want to be able to share that with you all simply because the open rates are incredible for chatbots and i actually have an episode coming up on chatbots it's um in, i think it's in two episodes it's uh it's, it's a few episodes it's in about a month, we're going to be talking about chatbots, but the open rates for chatbots are significantly higher than anything else we're seeing for email, social, anything else. Um, and creating a personalized experience in that chatbot situation is really, really important. Well, one of my episodes, another upcoming episode is going to be talking about personalizing your, um, customer service experience. So stay tuned for that. That is episode number forty-four. Yeah, so two episodes from now, and um, stay tuned for that because when you can personalize your content, you create a um, a reason for people to tune back into you. And utilizing a you know your story brand framework in your chatbot one covers the same. Um, the same methodology of beginning, middle, end, but it also helps you engage right away with who you want to talk to and getting their questions answered, um, identifying something that might be going on with them, offering them some sort of supportive, nurturing piece of content to get them started, and just simply moving them through the sales funnel even quicker. And I'm going to go into a lot of detail uh, on that chatbot episode but I just want to let you know that that's coming and it's episode number 45. So we're on 42. So it's, it's about three episodes away. And so there are one, two, three, four, five other places. Can you believe there are so many places to use story branding? I think it's super exciting. Um, and I can't go in, if you're wondering why I can't go into the framework, it's part of the contract, um, that I have with Storybrand. I'm not allowed to teach the framework. However, I um, can work with you one-on-one with that framework. So if you're wanting to know more about the framework, please go buy the book. It's called Story Brand. It's by Donald Miller. You can go get it on Amazon. I do not get an affiliate, but I it's so powerful for your business that I highly recommend if you want to know more about the framework to go grab it that way. Moving right along, another place that you can utilize story branding that makes your life so much easier is in your sales pitches most entrepreneurs and small businesses do not like to sell. It's uncomfortable. It's not, I mean, they created a business because they have a certain skill and they love it. However, if you're in business on your own, or you own a business, you are in the business of sales, whether it's you or your sales um, team creating those relationships and selling your product, you are in the business of sales. When you have a really clear brand script and a and a way to walk through how you create value and solve your customers problems, which comes from your story, brand, brand script. It is really easy to have those sales conversations because it's no longer selling. It's simply you identifying their problem, really digging in on the pain point, presenting your solution and asking them if they want to move forward. That's how simple the the conversation becomes because you're so clear about what you do and how you do it. That it is um, really easy for people to decide. Yes, I want to move forward. Um, maybe I want more information, or no, I'm I'm not ready for that yet. And that saves you time. It saves you energy. It saves you money on advertising. Um, it saves you money on sales calls that you don't you don't need to go and have those sales calls if they're not ready. You don't need to spend the energy um, trying to convince them to do something that they're either not interested in or um, because there's confusion on the table next if you do any kind of speaking um whether keynote or local presentations or webinar training or anything like that any kind of presentation um story brand is amazing and makes it so easy for you to stand out from all the other speakers i know a lot of people go and and speak at different conferences and conventions and there are many many other speakers there that you are competing not only with them for um attention on the stage, but a lot of times they will have breakout sessions. I know, um, a couple of the conferences I go to, uh, attendees get a choice of where they want to attend. Well, if you have your story brand brand script utilized in all of your marketing collateral, which I'm going to get to in a minute, um, but also within your presentation, it is so much easier to draw people in and draw in the right people that you want to either add to your list or move through the sales funnel in some way. Um, but to deliver your message and get it clearly in front of the the people that need to hear it and need what you do. More importantly, it helps you stand out as a speaker. So you get invited back so that you can get additional speaking engagements and, um, attract more leads that way. So it's not only attracting more leads for your business. you know, as clients, but it can attract more opportunities for you to get in front of more people to grow your business. And having that really clear defined path, makes it just easy for you to go in, have a, have a conversation with a larger audience about what you do and how to help them. And then, um, use that leverage and, um, momentum, to gather, you know, opportunities to share that message again. Also at networking events, I know, I, how many networking events have you been at? I know for me, I probably, I talk about my networking experience often. Um, there were, were so many times, especially early in business, where I would just fumble over what what it is I do and how I help and you know, how I'm different than other people in the room. And when I started my business, I, I did social media marketing. Well, you'd walk in the room and there was probably seven other people that did social media marketing. So if you didn't, don't have a differentiator for how you do it differently or how you're really helping, um, people aren't going to remember you, not only for their own needs, but for ways to promote you to others. Well, StoryBrand eliminates that because you're really clear not only about you know, your services and your products, but more importantly, the end result that your clients get with you and results sell faster than anything else. You could talk all day, but when you can walk in front of a room or walk in front of um, or talk, have a conversation with somebody in a networking event and say, "I I quadruple people's revenue in six months or less because of blank and or you can start a conversation with do you ever uh have um you know let's use an example do you ever have to go to band concerts and you're sitting on the bleachers because they don't have you know really nice seats and you don't have an auditorium and you know your butt gets kind of numb do you ever do you ever have that and you and you start like digging in on that pain and then you know you are a um stadium seat creator that specializes in long, um, long sitting events. So you have like a a super pillowy stadium seat that you, that you sell. Well, when you start the conversation with have you ever, or do you know, you're identifying their pain, you're not selling your product. You're finding, and not only that, but it enables you to learn more because they're going to start telling you about, oh yeah, this one time we went to this band concert, And the bandit competitions after that were like, they're like all day and your butt is numb and it's cold. And it wouldn't be great if we had a seat eater. And, and so you're going to, so you're just writing down the ideas in the back of your mind of all the things that they're telling you, because that is great market research. But when you're really, really clear about making them the center of the conversation and, and identifying their pain point, it makes it much easier to have networking conversations and to really stand out in their mind, even though that's not your intention. Um, I mean, sublim- subliminally it is your intention, but it will just naturally happen. And two to go, uh, next would be collateral. If you're utilizing your story, brand, brand script in your collateral, it's going to make it really clear for people to not only know, um, who you are, what you do, what problem you solve, but how to work with you there's a lot of different components in the in the brand script that walk you know walk them through the entire sales funnel and we talked about the sales funnel it just makes it really easy for you to not have to spend a lot of time creating all of that the the different pieces so whether you're doing a trade show and you're trying to come up with a one-liner you already have it story branding provides that if you um are putting you know um, components together for a lot of times um, when you do speaking engagements you'll be able to do um, collateral that's on the tables. Uh, I'm thinking specifically of a, of a couple of networking events that I go to that I've been, um, invited to speak at. If you have networking, um, collateral on the table and it's engaging people will more likely one, pay attention to you, but two, it's going to stand out again. And they're going to want to take that with them and, you know, take the next step with figuring out who you are, what you do. Um, and how you can help them. And if they don't engage with that, that's okay too, because it's just not right for them. And, um, I don't know if anyone who listens to this actually uses direct mail. I'm not a huge fan of direct mail, but if you were to utilize your story branding in a direct mail piece, the chances that you're going to have a higher conversion are so much greater because you're going to stand out from all of the people that I was looking for. a piece of a collateral actually I went to the mail, but I don't check my mail every day, but, um, happened to go to the mailbox and I'm like, I hope there's some really crappy marketing in the mailbox today. <laughs> and there wasn't any in there, but the one that comes to mind is that I just recently got a, um, a, I get these all the time. Do you, I'm sure you guys get these, but a letter from an insurance, uh, co- competitor. I have my insurance through all state and it was like, it was another company. And they just send this generic letter all about, you know, um, how great they are, how long they've been in business and, um, how, you know, they don't even really talk about a reason for me wanting to become a client of theirs. They don't talk about, you know, it could save you money. It could, none of that. And so it was just this generic letter. And I was like, this is the worst marketing ever. And so most people, if they even look at direct mail, um, it has to grab their attention really quickly and otherwise it's going into the garbage. And with story branding, you can grab their attention quickly if it's on their radar, that the problem that you're solving is on their radar is what I'm trying to say. So that it could, it is very powerful and collateral depending on if you utilize, um, and when I say collateral, I'm talking about anything that's printed so um that could be anything from postcards to letterhead to you know all down the line brochures um and a lot of uh, businesses don't use paper collateral anymore because it's expensive to have printed but if you happen to be in that industry that um that you do need printed materials the one that comes to mind is a lot of um, churches use printed collateral because of their parishioners Um, depending on the age of their parishioners, they they don't wanna use online media and also uh, different age groups. You know, if you have an older demographic that uh, you interact with often, you may use um, collateral. And to just be really clear on that collateral, you know, story branding doesn't have an age limit. It works for every age group. Last but not least, this is probably my favorite because I don't know why I just get so excited about content creation. Um, Anytime you're creating content, whether that's blog posts or, videos or uh instagram stories or um a podcast whatever whatever you're creating for your content it just makes it much easier for you to create that content because you become the dear abby i love that the dear abby if you guys remember dear abby um article in the newspaper um for your ideal client and your target market you become that person that that they go to to find the answers and when you're creating the content around, you know, the, what, which is really the problem, um, and those pain points, and you're directing them to you as the solution to solve those pain points, you're going to have higher conversions. You're going to have more people sharing your content. You're going to have more people reading your content or listening to your content or viewing your content and then telling other people about it. But it just makes it much easier for you to create content because you're really clear now about, those issues, those problems, the hiccups, the speed bumps, and you're able to give them, um, some insight into, uh, your experience and your, um, transformation from those problems, whether it was you or the people that you serve or the people that are your clients. So that's what I have for you today. There are 11 different places that you could utilize story branding. Again, if you want more information about story branding, there are two options. One, um, if you want to do it on your own, I highly recommend picking up the book on Amazon or two, if you want some one-on-one action, go over to my website, alisaconner.com and click on that schedule a call button and you and I can have a conversation. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful week. Next week we are talking again. Um, we're going to go a little bit deeper on content and specifically creating content that people actually want to, um, digest. So tune in next week for uh, more info on how to create that great content. In the meantime, thanks for being here. I appreciate you. I would love it if you really got good information out of this podcast to have you share it with a friend or leave me a review on iTunes. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week. Just a reminder, don't forget to sign up for my free training to create your irresistible download. Everybody wants a great free download. Why shouldn't you have one too? Grow and build your email list so you can get more clients by joining me on my free training at alisaconner.com forward slash create my freebie. I'll see you soon.